Thank Rabbi Bless for uh, inviting us. Uh, he reminded me that I was here three, four years ago, and he also reminded me what I spoke about. I guess that was a remnant that I shouldn't repeat it. <laughs> so uh, I think it hope it left a ration then, and I, uh, there's plenty of what to talk about. Uh, of course, I run the risk. I was debating how much of my chavra is going to be here. I see a few people from the shul, and I wanted to expand on what I spoke about last night before Slichus. So some of it will be chazar, Gary. Uh, but I, it's going to be... Uh, the, uh, the fuller version of it, but I think it's, it's the Yasoidin and the Kuda for really we're discussing about the uh, upcoming Shabbat Shuvah, really trying to figure out what we're all doing here. I don't just mean in this room, I mean in this, in this world. Uh, in the Parsha, which we learned yesterday, so the Pasuk gives a very frightening description of a person, either one person or a small group of people, who hear the Kalalas. And, and hear all the frightening consequences of Averis, and sees the Avadazar and sees it as worthless, Lush and Sheket, Lush and Gelulim, Lush and Golo. And after Pikain, the Pasik says, Pen Yesh Bachem, Isha, Isha, Mishpacha, Shevet, Shelovova, Pena, Yami, Mashem, Elokenu. He still has in the back of his mind some other thoughts, 
You have some sick weed growing and it's going to fester and if you don't nip it in the bud, it's going to take over. No, how can anybody contemplate doing an Avera after hearing that uh, The Pasuk, the next Pasuk addresses that. He hears the Klova. Rashi says, it means he gives himself a bracha. He's optimistic. Shalom yeli. Everything's going to be okay. It's not that bad. Hashem says that I'm going to don this fellow. Not only am I punish him for the mazid, I'm going to punish him for the shergei. And you don't see anywhere in Chumash, Kaviyach Hashem getting so angry. The imagery over here. Rashi says, this smoke he's getting, Hashem's getting angry, this, this smoke coming out of his nose. Makola Rashta, a lot of Rashaim doing all sorts of things in Chumash. All of a sudden over here, this guy is thinking of maybe avoiding the Klala, but maybe it doesn't apply to me. And Hashem said, I'm going to wipe him off the face of the earth. The next took him are just, they're frightening just reading them. He's going to be obliterated. Why is this person, why this group of people, hopefully in the minority, what they do wrong? So the secret over here is found in the Targum, Targum Yenison in Azil, not the Targum Ungus. Targum Yenison says, Here's these uh, death threats, these clothes, these horrible punishments. So Rashi said, "This baruch b'vavah means he gives himself a bracha. Don't worry, ah, it's not, not so bad. It's not going to happen to me." Targum has one word: "V'yis yaish b'libe." Baruch b'vavah. V'yis yaish b'libe. Yaish yaish is lashon yish. Yish means somebody gives up. What does that mean? Unfortunately, what that means is something that uh, I think everybody does to some extent. And that is that we all, as some people, we all have many mitzvahs we're good at. I mean, there are certain things we never really got into. It could be very good. Chesed, okay, learning needs a little bit of Yeshua. Learning is very good. Stuff needs the Yeshua. Lashon Hara, whatever the case might be. And you've got to live with yourself. If you're from, if you're not from, you don't, you don't really have to do anything. But if you're from, then you've got to live with yourself. And usually the way we answer the lifestyle is one of Yish, that there are certain categories, we put everything in its own compartment, there are certain categories that I'm just not good at, and therefore I don't really have to try, because I'm good at a lot of things, I do a lot of mitzvahs, and then there's the part that I'm a Yish already, I'll leave that for somebody else, I don't be good at everything. So no, that sounds very human, not everybody's good at everything. So why is Hashem so angry to get this attitude? And that's why the Pusik says, you say that, I'm going to take the shaygig of amazing and put it together. Because once you write a category off, once you write any sif and shochanah off, once any chaylik of shochanah doesn't apply to you, so then you get punished for the amazing and even for the shaygig, because you weren't even trying. And I firmly believe that everybody, myself included, we have to be answering this to ourselves, because otherwise, you come to Kosh Baruch Hu, so what, what do you have to say? Why are you ignoring this guy? Why aren't you working on this? It's not winning, losing, succeeding, not succeeding. No. It's not on the agenda. So Targum says that's the problem. Yes, Yash, believe it. He wrote it off already. It's not included in his Abedis Hashem.
He doesn't keep that. There are certain people who go to this. He doesn't keep that, that set of halachas. And the Pasuk here, unfortunately, promises the biggest Einish for such an attitude. The Nitziv, as well known, once made a Masiba. Called his family together, says, uh, put out some cake, I'm making a siyam. No, he still made a siyam, the finished shots uh, hundreds of times. What's so special today? He said, today I'm putting out my first sefer, and he told his family that when he was a young man, he wasn't very... Um, on top of his studies in yeshiva. A wild kid. And he wasn't really into it. And in Europe, at 13, if you weren't into it, you went out to work because people needed to eat. And uh, he overheard his parents in the kitchen commenting, what are we going to do with Herschel? What are we going to do with him? We've got to find an apprenticeship. It's a cobbler down the block. Maybe we'll take him in at 13 years old. And he overheard the conversation. It was so jarring. He came in and he said, oh, just keep it, let me stay in yeshiva. I'll change my ways and I'll get into my learning. And the result was that he put out one safer, a second safer, a third safer, and it's it was Hashiva Volodin and became the God of Dirt. Whenever you hear Gadol, it's always really dangerous. It's a very nice story. What does that do with us? The answer is, is that the Nitzit told his family, I would have gotten up to Shemayim, Achamev, Esther. And they would have started screaming, where's the Hamak Shayla? Where's the Hamak Davra Chumash? What are you talking about? I'm a cobbler. What are you talking about? Do you have the wrong neshama? No, it's very crowded there in Shemayim. A lot of people dying every day. Maybe there's a mix-up over here. And they would take it out and they'd say, no, this is what you were capable of doing. Naniach, we're not capable of writing farm. Maybe some of us are, maybe some of us not. It's not so relevant. The scary part is you have to make sure they get to Shemayim. They don't start taking out the checklist. These are the block you were capable of learning, this Mishnah Bura, and that Chilik, and this Chumash Rashi with Ramban. And we get up and say, you have the wrong man, I could barely eke out uh, a half hour a day. And Shemayim, they say, no, you're wrong. You could have had an hour and a half a day. We understand you work hard, Manhattan is a far, far distance, and you've got to travel, and you come back. You could have done an hour and a half, and this is the entire syllabus of everything you would have covered. And you get in Shemayim, you say, I don't, I'm not capable of that. And they say, but you are. You are and you could have. And the reason you didn't is because Yisyash believed that you wrote it off. That's, uh, I can't think of a more powerful message because it takes away all the reason. No one is going to state that they don't believe in halacha X or halacha Y. They're just going to say, it's been so many years, I, I, I never delved into it, we're not into it, it's not my style, and come on and the same thing with the amount we're doing, the amount of stock the amount of learning, whatever the category happens to be, Hashem just wants us to be in the program of pushing the agenda. Win, lose, succeed, some days yes, some days not, but it's not written off. Step two, is the Gemara Sanhedrin, which I didn't say last night, we didn't get to it. The Gemara Sanhedrin talks about the Akedah, which we read, of Rosh Hashanah, the Akedah is the uh, centerpiece of the Slissim we have. The Gemara records, What happened? Achar. What's Achar Dvarm? What, what triggered this? The Gemara says, The Sultan had a taino. He made a party, and Avmavina made a party, and the, the entire world was there. And Avmavina was a Gavir, and he knew how to make a party, and all the VIPs were eating. And the Sultan says, The entire party, not one carbon. For a Kodesh Baruch Not one little carbon. Forget the animal, the geisel, the little bird, nothing. So Hashem said, 
if I would ask him for his son, that's why he made the party, he would gladly sacrifice his son, and that triggered the Nisayim. It's a famous Gemara. The only kasha that's unanswered is, what was the answer to the original question? The son had a tiny, made a whole party, didn't bring any kabbalists. So Hashem said, don't worry, the party was for Yitzchak. If I asked to sacrifice Yitzchak, he would do it. What's the answer to the original question? Why did Abravina bring a carpet? The answer is, I believe, that the Sutton misunderstood. Avramavinu wasn't partying to make a party. The whole party was one big carbon. The whole party was Pir Samanes. The whole party was Avedis Hashem. The Sutton didn't get that. It looked like a party. So Hashem said, I'll prove it to you. It was Naniach like you. He did it for Yitzchak. I'll ask the sacrifice Yitzchak. But the Nakuda of the Schus of the Akedis Yitzchak before the Akedah actually happened is that everything Avramavinu, Avramavinu threw parties three to 65 days a year. That's how he ran the yeshiva. Everything was the same Shemayim. And I think the message of that part of the Akeda, the free Akeda, is, and it can't be better on a Labor Day weekend, right? So, Yesh um, Darshan, how can you not have a barbecue at like that? On American. Okay, nothing wrong with barbecue. Yeah, barbecue, we live in Muncie. Muncie is barbecue city, and uh, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with the barbecues, nothing wrong with the meat, nothing wrong with the gashmias, nothing wrong with any of it. It all depends on what he's being used for. And that was the message to the Sutton. The Sutton didn't understand. It looks like Gashmias to me. The answer is, it was Gashmias. But you're talking about Amravinu. And his whole shifa was to use every bit of Gashmias in some area of Avedis Hashem, whether it be in the Kaira of others, or bringing them in and showing them a good time, whether it be elevating his Ruchmias on a Shabbos and Yodav Lushan's food, whether it's elevating his day off to have a barbecue with a Dvaratayra too, some component, the centerpiece, is something to do with Ruchmiyot. And I mentioned the Maisa in Shul a few weeks ago. The Maisa happened a few months ago. But uh, it really brought home what we have the potential of doing. I, I, my iPad was stolen from the Shul. My father's iPad, actually, from my office. So we, it was Baruch Hashem in short, but they needed police support. So a friendly neighborhood cop came down to the Shul, met me there, an Irish Catholic fellow, very nice guy, and he comes in, goes down to the office, starts taking some notes, and the report was very short, but he wanted a schmooze. He said, Rabbi, a nice synagogue you got here. What do you do here? So I said, well, we do a lot of learning, Baruch Hashem, and we didn't say Baruch Hashem, and we do, <laughs> and we do a lot of praying, and um, he said, well, you know, are you here besides Sunday morning? I said, we're kind of here all day, 24-7. So he said, uh, that's amazing. He said, well... The people come to you when they, after they do things, you know, like rabbi things they shouldn't really be doing. They come to you and like you, you get rid of it, sort of. So I said that would be a nice income, but that's not really part of the program. Uh, uh, I said, uh, you mean like repentance? So he said, yeah, yeah. He says, he says, rabbi, I, I have a question for you. He says, that's sort of what we do, but I, I tell you the truth, rabbi, I don't really understand it. It makes no sense to me. I said, what's bothering you? He said, how can it be? You do whatever you want during the week, and then you just go to the priest, and then, like this, for a few bucks, and it's all gone? The Irish Catholic is telling me it doesn't make any sense. So I told him, I'd had to bash his religion, I'm not going to start saying, yeah, the uh, whole thing doesn't make sense. I said, just look at what we're doing. I can't comment on your system, but if somebody wants to repent and wants to do tshuva, it's uh, difficult to avoid all week, all month, and all year. Not free. Well worth it, but not free. And he was amazed at such a concept. You've got to like constantly follow through, like during the week also, between the weekends. 
<laughs> so I said, yeah. I said, it doesn't make much sense if you just pay off whoever you're paying off and then you go back to what you're doing. So he said, yeah, it bothered him. Uh, it still bothers him. And he, doesn't, he, he, he admitted to me then he doesn't really go to church too much. He's not really into it. So he's mamish off the derech. And uh, so I was thinking of having a gay risk getting two other Dayanin, but I didn't want to start up the police department. But he was like very, very moved by the fact that here we have a building. To us, this is Pusher. Our, our, our lives revolve around the shul. From, from the bris to the bar mitzvah, the, and everything in between. We're here all the time. It's such a foreign concept. Because if you're here to have a good time, then it's all about the barbecue. And once in a while, when the sins pile up, you've got you to do something for an hour. As opposed to our mahalat, we come to Gosh Yam Narayim. It's really an exercise in how to improve not only our mitzvahs, not only our learning, not only our stuck and our chesed, how to improve on the day-to-day gashmias, how to be makadish the working, how to be makadish the barbecues, how to be makadish all the things where we can put, just infuse a little bit of ruchnias in, and it changes the entire style of the meal. And I tried to explain to him, I don't know how much of an effect I had, but I said, we actually work at this 24-7. It really is an Avedah 24-7. And that's what Yom Naram is all about, to wake us up to that fact, that uh, we're here for better things, and there's nothing wrong with the barbecue, and nothing wrong with having a nice time, but how will we makadish all this in the context of our growing Yiddishkeit? So I'm speaking to myself, and I hope uh, we can all work together. The more we improve in the community at large, the more Kedusha we bring to the community, and Mitzvah Hashem will, will be together to share many simchas and many shiurim, many acts of chesed and stalker.